0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to episode seven of Conti and Nick. I am Will Nicholson, and uh, usually with me is Gino Conti. Uh, we had recorded an intro, but while I was editing this episode, uh, I realized that the file was corrupted. So I have to do the intro really quick by myself, unfortunately. But uh, in this episode, we talk about the NBA playoffs and our predictions, uh, and it's a really entertaining episode. I hope you guys enjoy. I think it probably is the most entertaining episode that we've done so far a lot of fun takes a lot of bold predictions i I have to say but yeah overall it's very entertaining uh, and i hope you guys enjoy all right so we're gonna start with some nba playoff predictions right now Uh, the way we're gonna do it, we're gonna start with the east and we're gonna do first round of the east then we're gonna move over to the west do the first round of the west second round yeah so so on so forth you guys will catch on pretty easily to, to what we're doing uh so we're gonna start at the the very top of the bracket in the East with Philly and Washington. Uh, the first game, this is a 1-0 series already, but this first game was actually a lot more competitive than I thought it was going to be. But I, I think this is going to be pretty straight up for Philly. Uh, I, I think it's going to be a sweep here. I don't think that Washington is going to steal a game. I think it's you know, no one can really guard Joel Embiid on the floor. So in this one, I have Philly in four.
1: So you have the sweep. I have the gentleman's sweep. Mm-hmm. I want to give a little bit more credit to Russell Westbrook than and Bradley Beal and Rui Hachimura, and Ish Smith, and (laughs) Gino's favorite. (laughs) Hey, listen, the little pit bull, the bulldog, Ish Smith. Don't sleep on that, man, okay? So, anyways, I want to give a little bit more credit to those guys. I think that ever since I saw them fight their ass off the other day, I think they definitely deserve to at least be given one win by me and by, like, all the fans. I think they earned that. I mean, I think definitely if you're – if your biggest problem is Tobias Harris scoring on you and not Joel Embiid and uh, Ben Simmons and uh, and, uh, and, and Josh Richardson. I oh, no. He had 33, right, no, no, the no. other day? He had 37. 37. Yeah, but what, what I'm actually trying to get at is if Tobias Harris is the leading scorer, then you're actually doing your job. Because yeah. that means Joel and Ben Simmons, I wouldn't say are being neutralized because by no means were they. But they definitely were not the biggest factor. So if you were able to shut those two down – and if Tobias Harris can beat you, tip your cap. Tip your cap because you did your job. You took away those uh, two best players. And for that reason, I think they're going to take a game. But, yes, Philly is going to win this series without a doubt in five games. Yeah,
0: it's, it's pretty straight up. I don't think anyone really has going past five or six games. Uh, so, we'll move down. We have New York and Atlanta, which we actually watched right here last night. We saw Trey hit that, that game winner. And I'm very excited for this series because these are both, like, very – even teams i feel like like new york is like your classic tibbs team where it's grit and grind play great defense uh and you know derrick rose todd gibson he's got his guys there right but atlanta is like this this new like the the new steph curry pretty much with Trey young trying to embrace that that type of play style Uh, and this was a great game last night. I had a lot of fun watching it, and I hope that we get more of it, and I think that every game hopefully is going to be as competitive as it was last night, but I'm going to take Atlanta in 6 or 7 here. I'd love to go 7, but I can see it going 6. So this is really conflicting for me because I don't know if you you
1: remember uh, in episode 3, I said that if we're going to trade a first-round pick, uh, we as in the Celtics, I want them to trade for either Tom Thibodeau or Nate McMillan. And here we go. God damn it. Like, the seating couldn't have gone any other way. That way, (laughs) one of them has to go in the first round. What kind of bull crap is that? Okay? It is ridiculous. I don't know why the NBA insists on doing this to me. Okay? They're doing this on purpose just to get on my damn nerve. Okay? And I don't appreciate that, Adam Silver. Okay? But, anyways, I have the New York Knicks going in seven here. I I understand that they lost. Okay? But it was a boneheaded decision. I know that I have been praising Tom Thibodeau. It was a boneheaded decision last night with nine seconds left in the game to put Frank Nilakina <laughs> on Trey Goddamn Young. Okay. And you know it's bad when Trey Young literally just went into the to the basket for a goddamn layup. Okay? I don't think Trey Young has shot a layup all goddamn season. And he sees Frank Llacan. I'm sure that's on... not true. No, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Okay. And you know what Frank Llacan, God bless you. I mean, you could beat me in a one-on-one, but what kind of accomplishment is that? Okay? <laughs> what were you doing on the floor in the most crucial times like imaginable? Why wasn't Alfred Payton on the floor? Alfred Payton quickly. is Quickly. Yeah, you know, why wasn't quickly on the floor? Why wasn't, oh, I don't know, Derek Rose on the floor? Like, Frank Nelikina. This man didn't even have a time to, like, take his warm-up suit off. This man probably didn't take his warm-up suit off all year. He probably forgot how to, okay? What the hell was Frank Nelikina doing on the floor?
0: It's not even that he was on the floor, too. It's the fact that he was guarding the person who you know is going to take the shot. Yep. See, yes. <laughs>
1: yes. Like, what are you... Mm.
0: Like, if he was on like Herder, I would have been like, okay. No, well. I wouldn't have been like, okay, well, <laughs> at least it's get not, not Trey.
1: Get him off of Madison Square Garden, get him out of the league, let him go back to France. <laughs> and at least he can look good in France, okay? He ain't doing shit in Madison Square Garden, he's not doing nothing in New York. Get Frank, Frank Yulikina back to France, eat his croissant, and just let him be over there so he can look halfway decent. And
0: okay. yet, you have Nixon 7.
1: Yes, I do have Knicks in seven because hopefully Tom Thibodeau learns his goddamn lesson, but it's going to take him seven games now because now Atlanta is going to be all like, oh, we can win this, we can win this, and they're going to have to fight their ass off the Knicks to prove that they have to win and prove that they can win. I, I, I was at my wits end with Tom Thibodeau last night. He's lucky I'm, t- I'm taking him right now. Okay, He's lucky because I love Nate McMillan almost as much
0: as I love Tom Thibodeau. Mm-hmm. See, I, I would love to see a game seven in New, in New York. Either way, because that series was good. We're gonna move on to uh Milwaukee and Miami here, and this was also a, a very tight series with Milwaukee outlasting Miami game one, uh, in overtime. And I, I think that I really think that that might be the only competitive game here, or not competitive, but I think that the Bucks learned their lesson from last year. It's the same thing. They got the Bucks, they just got them earlier. But I, Miami is still very, very, very good. Uh, so I'm, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go Milwaukee in six here because I do think that Miami will take probably a game or two. But overall, I think Milwaukee's gonna make it out of here. I mean, it, it's possible for them to five game them. I think probably not sweep, but I could see this going to to six games. I don't think it's going seven. So
1: I think that Milwaukee is gonna win in seven games. I can definitely see this being a seven-game series. And you know what? One thing I will say, last year, me and, what was it, D'Lo? Me and yeah. Tom Delory, Was it D'Lo? For what? Uh, to pick Miami to win. Yes. yes. Yes, it was. It was me. Shout out D'Lo. <laughs> like, listen, me and him argue about almost goddamn near everything. But for some reason, we both agreed on, were on both this right. one last yeah. year. And we were right. We were the only two because we're the only two smart people in the world. Oh, I was wrong. I was <laughs> so wrong. I thought Milwaukee
0: no. was going to, like, beat them in four. I thought it was going to be a sweep. Yeah, and, and a lot of people
1: did. But anyways, um, I think that Milwaukee definitely has learned their lesson, like you said, but that doesn't mean that it's going to be an easy exit or an, or an easy elimination by any means. If you know Jim, a Jimmy Butler-led team, if you know an Eric Spolstra-led team, they're going to fight till the very goddamn end, and they're going to make sure if they lose, they're going to lose, but they're going to know they were in an absolute fight. Okay, And when Milwaukee goes into the second round, whether it be against Brooklyn or Boston, they're going to be in an absolute... They're going to be tired. They're going to be battle-tested. They're going to be worn out. And I don't think, once again, I don't think they're making it out of the second round, but we'll, hmm. we'll, we'll get cross that bridge when we get there. Yeah,
0: so we're, we're going to jump right down, actually, to, uh, to Brooklyn and Boston doing the last uh, first round of the East. Um, and believe it or not, I'm taking Celtics in seven. I'm kidding. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, no. I was going to as... walk out this goddamn house. <laughs> no, as much as I would love to say Celtics in seven, and as much as I loved how they played the other night, by the way, they played very, very physical.
1: The first time, I can say I truly enjoyed watching the Celtics. Yeah, I was year.
0: working during that game, too, and I would come out and I'd watch a couple of minutes because I work at a restaurant. We have it on in the bar and everything. And I was just watching. I'm like, man, this is like looks like a different Celtics team. Yeah. Everything's physical. Kemba played well. And that's, that's what I wish this team was all year. But I think it's a little too late. I really hope that they make it competitive at least. Maybe get the Nets a little, little battle-tested. But uh, I, I think, really, it's going to be Nets in five. Possibly six, but my gut's telling me five. I think maybe we steal a game on our home floor or not steal? Well, I guess it is steal a game because it's 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 the Nets. Yeah. But I think we're gonna get a game on our home floor. But I this Nets team, I mean, they have Kyrie, Harden, KD. We know this. They're a hard basketball team to beat. Uh, so I have Nets in five.
1: So I actually I'm with you on this one. So I actually think that Brooklyn is gonna win in five games. Um, I think th- this might be a little bit of a hot take, and I don't like saying it, but to me, it actually looks like when either Tatum or Brown is out and not playing. That means Kemba is able to be more comfortable because I don't really think he's meant to be a third guy. I think he. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying it will lead to any like championship success, but I think Kemba's best suit, like best suited like ability, is for like a second like banana on the team. Do you know mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say there? Because I think like if you're the third guy, that means you're more like make like relegated to a spot up shooter, and that was never Kemba. He was a ball dominant player. He always had the ball in his hands in Charlotte. It was his team. It was always something that he carried. On, you know. So I, I think that when he actually assumes a little bit of more of a role in the offense, the team actually looks better because that means Kemba's just not chucking up threes and doing what, whatever the hell the offense needs him to do. I think if you're the Celtics in the offseason, first of all, you may want to look into maybe trading J.B., and I'm sorry, that sounds blasphemous. No, but
0: I I honestly, I kind of agree with that. I, yeah. My my prediction for the Celtics next year is that either Kemba Walker or Jalen Brown will not be wearing the green and white next year. Yeah,
1: and, you know, I would prefer to it to be Kemba, okay, yeah. because there's no doubt within my mind that Jalen Brown is the better player. But, I, I mean, Kem, I don't know. I really don't know what the hell they're going to do. But back to it. I can only see them really winning one game, if if any. I don't think anyone would be surprised if this was a sweep. But I do want to give. We were both. And this is Celtics pride right
0: here too. This is Celtics pride being like, well, maybe we'll get a game. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think we're being
1: a little bit nice. But I. But after they after they won, like if they got blown out in game one, we'd be like, all right, clean sweep, sweep. get the brooms out, this is over. But you know what? They showed fight. They showed heart. They showed passion. Really, for the first time, what? All season, I'd say. Yeah, and, much. and you know what? That, and I'm willing to give him a game. I really am. Mm.
0: So we're gonna move on to the the West. We're gonna same thing, top down, uh, which brings us to Utah and Memphis. And man, we had a little bit of an upset last night, didn't we? Mm-hmm. We had Memphis taking game one. And I I re- I love Job Morant, right? I really want to say that Memphis is gonna win. But I I don't think so. Donovan Mitchell didn't play last night. No, nope. that was obviously a big factor, factor. Utah did not have a lot of scoring. Uh, they had I'm, Mike Conley I guess was kind of taking the charge there. Yep. Uh, but I am still taking Utah. But I'm gonna take them in six because depending on Donovan Mitchell, we don't know if he's gonna be back next game or we don't know like what the timeline with him is. He will be back for the series uh, from from what we've heard so far. So I think Utah cleans this up in six. Uh, maybe take another game, but I, I think that this should this should be a much cleaner six game than I'm, I'm making it sound like. I got
1: Utah in seven. Ooh, I got I Utah. A in, further. I got Utah in seven. Okay, and you know what? I understand there was no D-Mitch yesterday, but you have to understand when you're a one seed in the most stacked conference in the NBA. Even if you're missing your best player, that means the team around you is still excellent. They have a multi-time Defensive Player of the Year. Is probably going to win it again this year in Rudy Gobert. They have uh, Bohan Bogdanovich. They have the six men of the year, two potential six men of the year candidates, Engels and Jordan Clarkson. Clarkson can really give you 40 if you start him. I mean, he is an excellent, excellent scorer. Okay, that team is so well-constructed that they are the first seed for a reason. And this is a team that has – I'm sorry, this is a conference that had Kawhi Leonard, LeBron James, AD, Dame Dalla, Luka Doncic in it, uh, Devin Booker, and you still were the one seed, okay? So the team is very, very good. Mm -hmm. And you know what? When you allow uh, a team like Memphis an eight-seed, a hungry, young, ascending team, I love the big three Mm -hmm. of Jaron Jackson and Dylan Brooks. When you allow them to get steam, get momentum, they're playing with house money. They have nothing to lose. Like, no one's going to be really disappointed if they get eliminated in the first round by Utah. But now that they've gotten that first game under their belt, they're like, yo, we can win. Like, yeah. how how good really is this Utah team? You're allowing them to be confident. You're allowing them to surge. And if, if Utah is not careful, if yeah. Utah is not careful... This could,
0: this could be yeah. a Memphis take
1: yes in a series. if utah is not careful and they allow in game two that same thing to happen it's
0: over yeah it's there, over there's a I'm reason that the that. warriors aren't in the playoffs right now yes there and is and we we both thought that not happening but you see this team play and they were down in the the first bit of the the first half there and they they play hard they play good defense john moran is an absolute dog he he's is a stud he's he a, is stud. a
1: superstar in the making
0: i i agree so this if Utah is not careful. This is the biggest red flag series that I have seen this far because Philly seems like that they're still gonna clean up Washington, but Memphis the way they played last night i I wouldn't be shocked if they just ended up taking this series but i I do think that if Utah does what they have to do they bring Donovan Mitchell back this should be a, a clean sweep
1: it, it it I honestly yeah I, I have no idea, but yeah. I, I yeah, that'll be a fun I, one to watch. It, it's definitely going to be fun. It's going to be interesting. But like I said, I have Utah in seven because I'm not going to go off like the real – because like seed has never beaten a one seed.
0: They have once, right? I don't it think was, so. It was the We Believe Warriors in the first round, right? They beat uh, the Dallas Mavericks. Did they? Yes. I'm, I'm pretty sure
1: yeah, – we'll Google it later. But... Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, if I was – if I misinformed, then I apologize. But still – I, like, it's ridiculous that like, Utah should not have allowed this to happen because now they are letting a team with house money, like I said, to surge. They have nothing to lose. They have the entire state of Tennessee behind them, and, and they're dangerous. They are going to be dangerous.
0: Yeah, so we're, uh, we're going to move on to the Clippers and the Mavericks right now. And Mavericks took game one in the series, and honestly, I <laughs> – I don't. I don't see the Clippers doing much in this series. I really don't think that this Clippers team is made for the playoffs. We saw it last year, uh, losing to Denver. However, Kawhi Leonard is Kawhi Leonard. I'm going to respect that, and I'm going to say, excuse me, I'm going to say Mavericks in five for this game.
1: Get the brooms out.
0: Really? Yep. You think it's a sweep?
1: Dallas Mavericks <laughs> are going to sweep the Los Angeles Clippers. Okay, I watched this last year when uh, Luka Doncic hit that game winner over uh, the Los Angeles Clippers in the playoffs. And Luka Doncic by himself, remember, Kristaps wasn't playing. So Luka Doncic by himself carried that team to six games over the title favorite at the time, Los Angeles Clippers. Right then and there, even though Los Angeles won, I knew they were done, okay? I knew that they were done after that series. I knew they were going to lose to Denver because if that is what you are like, if you like I said, if you're a title favorite and that happens as a six game series against like uh, playing with house money, I hate to repeat myself, but a playing with house money team like Dallas was at the time, you're done, you're done. Like there's no hope for you. I'm sorry. Like don't even think about beating the Lakers. I'm talking about last year. Yeah. Okay, the Dallas Mavericks right now they completely outclass the Lakers. We all thought that the Clippers were going to be on the rise because they got playoff Rondo. And I love playoff Rondo, but it is so apparent. I said it from the very beginning that Paul George was not going to be a fit because you cannot have two superstar wings, okay? It doesn't matter if it's a power forward, small forward, whatever combination it is. You cannot have two superstar wings be a thing. You need to have either a, a wing and a big man, a wing or a point guard, or a big man and a point guard. Like two wings does not mesh, okay? It doesn't work. It does not work.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean it's. I didn't think that we were both gonna have Dallas wiping them, but. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, no, and, and you know what? There's no one else to blame here but Kawhi Leonard.
0: Yeah. Okay. He's, this team just—it's—it's—it's it's, it's not a playoff team. They don't feel like a playoff team. They don't. And they you didn't know feel like it last year towards the beginning of it, and they don't—they don't feel like it now. And you know what? Isn't it so pitiful that they're the fourth seed in the West, and we're saying this?
1: Yeah, I know. And 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 this is what I mean. So go back to Kawhi Leonard real quick. He has nobody to blame but himself for this. Okay, he demanded. He demanded the uh, management of the Los Angeles Clippers, give me Paul George or I will be joining AD and LeBron. So essentially, give me what I want or I'm going to ruin the league. Okay, what type of mentality is that? We all want to say the killer mentality, blah, 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 blah. Screw you, Kawhi. Okay, <laughs> screw you. You're lucky that you had Kyle Lowry, Pascal Siakam, Fred VanVleet, carry your ass in the NBA Finals, okay? I said You're even back then, I didn't cast. think
0: he ever should have left Toronto. He shouldn't uh, have. Honestly, because there was a place that adored him, right? Yes. Toronto, and they still do. They still love Kawhi for bringing him a ring. Uh, I don't I don't think that he should have left. And I, I truly do not think this Clippers team – is, is playoff material. We saw it last year. I don't think it's going to be much better this year. Luca's playing out of his mind, and he has Porzingis now. I think this should be Mavs in five. You say four. I'm going to respect Kawhi Leonard a little bit. Say I'm he might get a game.
1: <laughs> Listen, <laughs> but, when he first came to the Clippers, he had all these ads, he had all, all, all these commercials, him looking in the mirror with a crown hanging from the mirror saying, I'm the new king. Mm. The king is dead. LeBron, I'm coming for you. Yeah, how'd that work out And LeBron wins for a for ring. You? We don't how'd even get the work? Battle of L.A. How'd that work out for you?
0: Not well. <laughs> we're gonna. All right. So we're gonna jump to the next game right here, and this is probably the boldest one. Uh, so Blazers take game one, and I'm gonna pull a Gino. Bring, bring out the broom. Really? I think that day I love Damian Lillard, and I, I'll say it again. He's the second best point guard in the league behind Steph. And right now, Steph's not even in the playoffs because his team is bad. But so frankly, Damian Lillard's the best point guard in the playoffs. As, Essentially. Yeah. By by my standards. And he's he balled out game one. I really don't think there's anyone on this Denver team that can stop him. If Dame wants to make this a clean sweep and prepare for the, whoever Phoenix or LA, whoever wins that, so be it. I think he can do that. So I'm going to go with Blazers in four here. You don't think Reggie Jackson's the best point guard in the, in the NBA <laughs> in the best playoffs? Oh, uh, he was my next choice. <laughs> oh, just missed. <laughs> just missed.
1: But um, so I actually... I don't think you're going to be bringing out the brooms for this series, okay? <sighs> I think you got to respect Nikola Jokic there a little bit, okay? Mm-hmm. I, I actually think that this is going to be a close series. I don't think it's going to be in seven, but I definitely think it's going to be in six. Okay, I think that Denver is the three seed even though they don't have Jamal Murray. I mean, they lost Jamal Murray about at like the halfway point of the season.
0: I think this would be more competitive if Jamal Murray was here, I will say. I'll oh, say absolutely, that, like, yeah. absolutely,
1: without a doubt. But, I mean, to me, there's still something to be said about being able to maintain a top three seed in the West, even if, like, your second best player gets hurt. Okay, I think that speaks volumes to your team. I think that speaks volumes to how well you're coached. And, like, I love Mike Ballone. He's a hell of a coach. And I think that it's going to be a very competitive series. But, yes, and six games, I do have the Portland Trail Blazers taking this one. I mean, Dame, phenomenal. C.J. McCullum, awesome. Yusuf Nurkic, a very good all-around center. Rocco, Mello Norman Powell was a huge trade deadline acquisition. That man is a pit bull. That man is a dog. He will do whatever he got to do to win. I really like their team.
0: It's crazy we've agreed so much we've only disagreed on one game and it's probably the closest one of the, the series and honestly I think I think we might keep it here cause uh, I'm gonna go we're gonna jump down to the last one on the west and I'm gonna go Phoenix and 6 and like look <laughs> you might be saying but Will LeBron AD they lost one game if you watch that game and I'm, I'm not saying I think Mark Jackson said it and I'm gonna agree with him and say it too DeAndre Ayton was the best big man on the floor in, mm-hmm. that, in that game one. AD
1: had probably one of the worst performances I've ever
0: seen him yes. have. Yes, and f- frankly, DeAndre Ayton outplayed him. And look, um, this may be a one-game reaction. I do think that the Lakers are going to make it competitive, and it might go to six. But Chris Paul was balling out. He's not the MVP, but he he was absolutely balling out. Don't even
1: let me don't even let me do a snarky comment.
0: You just (laughs) cut me off. Cut me off. (laughs) I do I do love Chris Paul. I I think that he is a great point (laughs) guard. But yeah, uh, Suns and six here. I think the Lakers are going to take a game, two games. Maybe it could it could go to seven. I'd love that. I'd love to see that. But I do think that the Suns are going to inch it out here, and I think that this is going to be their, their kind of battle-tested for whoever they take in the next round.
1: So I got Phoenix in five. Gentlemen sweep. Mm. Gentlemen sweep. CMVP3 Okay, <laughs> is the reason that team is in the position that they are. I don't need to explain myself anymore with it, okay? It was shown, I mean – LeBron James is like the personification of class personified human mm. beings, okay? Well, actually, no. It, I, I don't think that, but in the NBA like, circles and everything, he's perceived to be, okay? Ask him how the first page of the Malcolm X book is going because he seems to be always reading that <laughs> whenever, whenever he's on camera, okay? Fake-ass bitch. Any, anyways, okay. Um, the Phoenix Suns completely outclassed the Los Angeles Lakers yesterday, and it wasn't a matter of Phoenix being scrappy. Like, Phoenix, it, like it wasn't like a eat-it-out win. Like they, won just won by played, the they played the their game, they and played, it was impressive. Yeah, they played their game. It was impressive. It was an emphatic victory. Okay, Phoenix completely and utterly outclassed the Lakers. Uh, LeBron James, you'll get one game out of me, okay? I'm willing to give you one game. But your reign of king is over. Do wow. courtesy to CMVP3, baby. <laughs> CMVP3. C-M- Dude, LeBron James, uh, lately I have t- completely turned off. I used to respect him. I used to think he was the king. And, and I and I, I, I didn't per se like him. But like I said, I definitely respected him. I don't respect him an ounce anymore. Not wow. one ounce. And you know what? Good. He doesn't deserve all the love he gets.
0: Yeah, I mean, this Lakers team, I think it's too little too late for them, uh, they had to play in the play-in tournament. And I i don't think that anyone who played in the play-in tournament is going far this year. I, I can't. So I, I'm going to have the Lakers losing in six here. I think maybe AD could turn it on for a game. LeBron could turn it on for a game. But overall, I, I think that the Suns are going to make it out of here. So we're going to jump back to the uh, the East and do the second round of the East. So I have Philly and Atlanta, but Gino has Philly and New York. But I feel like we're both going to have the same outcome here. If I have Philly in Atlanta, I have Philly in five. Um, I don't think that Clint Capella matches up well with Joel Embiid. Uh, and if if this team keeps playing like they're playing, I think they the first two rounds they should probably run through this Philly team. We've talked about them before. They have way better chemistry this year. They have way better or a way better game plan. Thanks to Doc Rivers. Yeah, Doc Rivers has done a great and job Dwight with this Howard. team. Dwight Howard has (laughs) taken and be under his wing. He is. (laughs) No, but I I do think that the Sixers are a very good team this year and they should take this one in five.
1: So I have Philly in New York and I have Philly in six. Okay. Okay, I think that I think that New York Surround the Tibbs wave. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I think that that New York definitely like is gonna meet their match here in this series but not without a fight. If I know Tom Thibodeau, I don't know him personally. But I wish I, I did. <laughs> yeah, no, I do wish I did. But um, if I know Tom Thibodeau's coaching philosophy, which is play hard every single night, work your ass off, do what you got to do to win, then I know, like I said, he is not going down without a fight. Unfortunately, I think that the talent is just too much to overcome here. I mean, if Mitchell Robinson was there, if he's a great like, strictly defensive center, I mean, I definitely think he would at least give Embiid headaches but I don't think they really have that interior force. Un- like, unfortunately, Nerland's Noel is too small. Like, Julius Randle is more of a four who can play the five, but he's too small as well for Embiid. I think that they just really won't be any stopping him. I, I just, unfortunately, I mean, the Knicks making it to the second round after all these years, though, is honestly a success.
0: The Knicks making the playoffs in general is Yeah, a the Knicks making the playoffs
1: <laughs> and being a top four seed yeah. is a success. Not like the eighth seed, the yeah. fourth seed. So, I mean, New York, you had a great run. Hopefully, like, more big-time free agents are attracted to you when they come to you. because I definitely see some bright, bright stuff in the future with what they have.
0: Yeah, New York's definitely in, uh, in the spotlight area right now, and they have said that they are a market for for superstars, the way they've been playing. Uh, we're going to drop drop down to the bottom uh, on the, the east bracket here, where we both had Milwaukee versus Brooklyn. Uh, as much as I love Giannis, I think Giannis is great. Uh, No one is going to be beating this Brooklyn Nets team in the second round. It does not matter who it is. You know, maybe Philly. (laughs) What if it (laughs) was the 95-96 Bulls? Mm. No, No, I'm kidding. (laughs) I'm kidding. No, no, no. no. (laughs) But, all right, Milwaukee, Brooklyn. I have Brooklyn taking the series in six. I do think that Milwaukee is a lot better this year than they were last year. And I, I think that they will give the Nets a fight. But, I mean, this Nets team is just so talented everywhere, and it looks like they're they're figuring it out as a team because Harden, KD, and Kyrie haven't really played together. But I'm a firm believer that superstars, when there's that many, will figure it out when they're there. So I have the Nets winning this one in six.
1: So we both have Milwaukee and Brooklyn. Uh, Get the brooms out. Brooklyn is going to sweep Milwaukee. Okay, I mean at this point, like I said, Milwaukee is just gonna be absolutely exhausted after going through the ringer. And when you're exhausted, think about going through a very hard fought basketball game. You're tired, you just wanna go home, and then you see Katie, and then you see Kyrie, <laughs> to and then you see off. and then you see the cherry on top, James Harden. What are you gonna say? Oh my it's
0: god. It's over.
1: <laughs> Please just put me out of my misery. And you know what? That's gonna be the Milwaukee Bucks. Giannis can't do it all on his own. I mean, he's going to have a field day, I will say, being able to dunk, dunk, dunk like who, oh, like who, on whatever the hell he wants because I love DeAndre Jordan, but he's just an old geezer at this point. Like, he, <laughs> he won't be able to get the job done. So, I mean, I definitely, I mean, clap, clap, A for effort, uh, MVP,
0: Giannis. Yeah,
1: really did good there, buddy.
0: <laughs> all right, we're going to move back to the West in the second round. So, we both have Utah and Dallas. And I'm actually, I'm, I'm you know, I'm a little shocked about what you're going to do here. Like, I don't know what, what you're going with. So, <laughs> we will see. But I have Dallas in six. I think this wow, is where really? Utah. really? Over Utah? Yeah, this is where I think Utah's run ends. Um, I, I wouldn't say that Utah is a fake one seed, but I think that there's so many better teams out here in the West. And I think Dallas, the way that they've played so far, I think Dallas could, could easily take this one. I mean, with the way that Luke has been playing. I think Porzingis will match up well with uh with gobert and uh, i'm excited to see this if this does happen which hopefully you know utah doesn't blow it uh, in the first round
1: well first of all if chris Stops gets like breathed on he's out for the year so, <laughs> not this year <laughs> yeah um, no jesus christ well, <laughs> but anyway so i actually have utah in six mm. i have utah in six here okay because we all were talking about like you're, you're gonna be like oh how can you say that after they beat the team like the clippers they sweep the team like the clippers actually mm. But look at it. Yes, they have Kawhi. Yes, they have Abaka. Yes, they have Paul George. But like I said, like that team doesn't play like a team. They're just a bunch of individuals who just wear the same colored jersey. Okay, like that's not that's not what the Utah Jazz is. The Utah Jazz are a team. They play like it. Donovan Mitchell should be healthy by that point and he should have his legs under him to play elite basketball because he is an elite shooting guard in this league. OK, he, uh, he is going to be very underrated, I think, when it's all said and done, if he doesn't like having the uh, final success. But anyways, I think that the Utah Jazz definitely here are going to make their presence known. They're going to be like, all right, that, Mem- that Memphis series, that's not us. Those guys give us a run for our money. It's time for us now to prove ourselves, to prove we are not the pushover and prove why we are the number one seed in the most stacked conference in the NBA. It is time. Let's go. We're going to the conference finals.
0: So little little uh little parody we got going on here. Gino has the Jazz. I have the Mavericks. We're gonna jump down to. Fail uh, wheel. You're wrong. You're wrong. You had you had Portland too, right? Yes. Okay, so we both have Portland and Phoenix and. Honestly, I think that this uh, <laughs> this this Suns team is just better than any team that they're going to see in the second round. So I have the Suns winning in five here. I think Dame will be able to take over maybe versus this uh, Denver team. I don't think he'll be able to do it versus Phoenix. Maybe he'll get a game, but this Phoenix team is very talented. I love Devin Booker. I love Chris Paul. I love DeAndre Ayton. so I have him winning in five here. Don't do it, please, Gino. I have Portland and seven. No! <laughs> I have
1: Portland and seven. Those are your boys! I have Portland and seven. <laughs> oh my god. Dude, listen. At the end of the day, man, like, Damian Lillard is the most clutch player in the NBA. You, you okay. think that
0: just Dame is going to be able to, to beat the Suns? It's not going
1: to be just Dame, dude. I'm telling you. Like, Yusef Nurkic, if he can stay healthy, he is one of the most well-rounded people Whatever DeAndre Ayton does, whatever DeAndre Ayton does, Yusuf Nurkic will have the tools equipped. Like he has the tools in his arsenal to be able to not neutralize him, but at least like put up a fight against him. Okay, let's go position by position. Who are you taking? Are you taking Dame or are you taking CMVP3? Uh, well, all right. In terms of pure talent, not value. In terms of talent, t- talent? I
0: think Dame is better than CP3. Yes. Yeah, okay,
1: yeah. yeah. So Dame and then shooting guard. But with Devin this Bo- team... Devin Booker and C.J. McCollum. Devin Booker. Yeah. Buck. Okay. Small forward. It's what, uh, Mikael Bridges mm. or Robert Covington? Robert Covington. Who are you taking?
0: Uh, Mikael Bridges. I'm taking Robert Covington. I don't know. Ro- Roko can be pretty inefficient, man.
1: And, I know, and but uh, I mean, he's, see, he's, here's he's one the of the thing. best three and D players You're in the going league.
0: player by player, but I think that as a team, and especially if I think they're going to be battle tested from the Lakers, I think that this team is just—they're better. They're—they're they're a better team than Portland. <laughs> maybe Portland like if you you line all the players up you could argue this guy over that guy this guy over that guy but when when the real argument is okay well you have Tevin Booker you got uh, Chris Paul and you have DeAndre Aiden you have three really really good pieces and you throw in a couple of deep role players like this Phoenix team has. And you have yourself a championship contender. So I have them going to the conference finals. But Portland and seven,
1: I, I I don't know about that one, Gino. Okay, so hold on. Well, if you don't want to do a player by player, okay. let's do it like this. Who has more playoff experience? The Phoenix Suns or the Portland Trail Blazers?
0: Portland by like a
1: little. <laughs> no, dude. <they> have, <laughs> by by no, a little. No, the only one no, with a real dude.
0: playoff experience is like, okay, maybe Robert Covington when he was chilling on like the Sixers. And now I guess, and and then Dame, who's who's been here for a minute.
1: No, C J McCollum too. He's <sighs> been there. C J McCollum's been there. Okay. Yeah,
0: but they've been like first round exits. Use of No, dude. They
1: made it first to the Eastern Conference. Round.
0: I'm sorry, they made it to the Western
1: Conference Finals a few years
0: ago. <sighs> I don't know, man. <laughs> they made it to
1: the Western Conference Finals. Like they've made it to second rounds. I mean, sometimes they lose in the first, but they're definitely not pushovers. Hey, the they, Suns, I mean, The they... Suns
0: proved yesterday that their playoff experience isn't hurting them yet. Yeah, exactly. And I don't Yuck. think it. I don't think it will. I think Devin Booker is ready for this. I think DeAndre Ayton stepped up to the challenge last night, played good, and Chris Paul. I mean, talk about playoff experience when you talk about Chris Paul.
1: No, no, I'll give you Chris Paul, but you got to think about it like this: like this is going to be the most basketball that Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton, Mikel Bridges, Cameron Johnson, that uh, Tory Craig that um i'm sorry dario Saric. guys like this have ever played i mean maybe with the exception of dario Saric, because yeah. he was on the philly team yeah. but so literally you're gonna have two guys one of them who is should be the mvp and then second who like <laughs> was a solid at best role player on a team that was eliminated in the second round of the playoffs a few years ago that's really the extent of your playoff experience Okay, Dame is battle-tested. McCollum is battle-tested. Norman Powell, he's won a championship. He knows what it takes to be there. And he wasn't a starter, but he was like a uh, six-man and he contributed very well. Okay, Norman Powell's been there. Yusuf Nurkic has been there. These, All these guys, Roko, he's been on multiple teams that maybe have not won, but have been to the Eastern Conference or Western Conference Finals because he was with um, Houston for a little bit. He was um. I'm sorry. i Philly for a little bit. He knows what it takes.
0: I can't believe Gino did not take his Phoenix Suns. <laughs> hey, if I'm nothing, it's
1: because I'm honest, and I'm trying to be unbiased. That, okay? that is fair. That is you fair. You got enough
0: out of me taking one game from like out of Brooklyn to <laughs> Boston. That is true. All right, so we're gonna jump to the conference finals. We'll we'll start in the East. I have. Uh, we both have actually the Brooklyn Nets versus the Philadelphia 76ers. And I know what Gino's gonna say because he said it on this podcast before, but unfortunately i'm going to have to disagree and i have the brooklyn nets going to the finals and beating the philadelphia 76ers in six we'll say six games i would love for it to go seven because i think this series is going to be a lot more competitive than gino thinks it's going to be but i have the nets making the nba finals
1: is there a little bit of dust on this floor
0: (laughs) (laughs) why why gino
1: i think you'd really use a broom and a sweep Okay? The Philadelphia 76ers are going to sweep the Brooklyn Nets. Okay? (laughs) We don't have a camera right now, but
0: Will is pulling up his glasses. His hands are in his eyes. This man's face is red as a lobster. He's geeking out right now. (laughs) Oh my god. You think a team with Kyrie, KD, and James Harden are not going to win a game? Nope. Oh my god. God, that listen, is absurd. Listen, Matisse Thybul will lock up uh, Kevin Durant. <laughs> <laughs> Matisse Thybul. Matisse Your first argument is Matisse Thybul. Oh, no, sorry. Keep going. Keep
1: first of going. all, Ben Simmons will lock up Kyrie Irving. Okay. The size is there. Matisse Thybul can play two, three, and four. He will lock up
0: Kevin Durant.
1: Kevin Durant will average about ten points a game this series. Oh my God!
0: <laughs> you can't, you can't be serious right now. There's no way. There's no.
1: Oh. James no. Harden will be the only player that plays well in this series. Okay. <laughs> of course, James Harden <laughs> <Hyman> will be. <laughs> I... <laughs> That's
0: actually funny. <laughs> That's actually funny. Of, I didn't of think course, that. James I... Harden's the only one yeah, who will play well. I didn't <laughs> think of
1: that. <laughs> but he's gonna be the only one that plays well, and there's not gonna be enough. They're. Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving are going to have philosophical disagreements with whatever they happen to disagree with (laughs) in that series. They're going to be distracted. They're going to argue with Steve Nash. Steve Nash has been subjected to cruel and unusual punishment (laughs) coaching Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. Okay? They should be arrested for putting Steve Nash through this emotional distress. Okay? They're going to be swept, and Philly
0: is going to the NBA Finals. Let's just move on to the West, man. <laughs> <You're having laughs> <that fun? laughs> the, see, like, I could respect if you were like, if Philly is, okay, is going to grind it out, play tough, and beat them in, like, six or seven, but they're not even going to win a game. I don't, Brooklyn's I, not going to win one goddamn game. I don't, I don't know. Let's, let's move on to the West. <laughs> nice. So, in the West, we actually have, we have different – do we have two different teams? We do, right? Portland I, and Utah. I have the Mavs and the Suns. So we both have something different here so i have dallas versus phoenix uh i think that and this is the perfect story for it too i think phoenix is going to make the nba finals i really do love this phoenix team i th- i think they'll they'll clutch it out versus the mavericks i think the Mavericks are going to go on a little bit of a cinderella run make it to the conference finals and i think you know dallas is in the next couple of years i think going to be very very good i have phoenix winning here and five or six more likely six but i do love this phoenix suns team and i my nba finals if you've paid attention so far is brooklyn versus phoenix steve nash on the nets versus his old team the phoenix suns and uh, i i think that's that's a good story to run with if you're the nba
1: so i i mean yeah that is a good story and you know what I will admit that would be something I'd be interested in seeing. Mm. Okay, like, I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm totally disinterested and <laughs> screw that matchup. Okay. It's an awful finals. No, <laughs> no, 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 I do. I love Steve Nash. He's my favorite player of all time, for those of you who don't know. Um, there's another guy, though, who played for the Jazz. His name is Pistol Pete Maravich. He happens to be my second fa- uh, favorite player of all time. And you know what? The Utah Jazz are going to go to the NBA finals in 6. Mm. Okay. Versus Portland versus the yes, versus okay. the Portland Trailblazers. okay? I think that Donovan Mitchell is finally going to have his moment in the sun. Rudy Gobert is finally going to have his moment in the sun. Okay, I really think and you know what it is kinda of boring and it is kinda of like not fun for me to just pick the both both of the one seeds here. Yeah.
0: Okay, like and I
1: realize And that's if you kind think
0: of, they're gonna the one seeds are kinda of wild this year. So Yeah, yeah.
1: And 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 you might say that's a little lazy, that's like a little you're not doing a lot of like crazy thinking there. But I really see it. I mean hopefully you've been able to see it. I've created some uh very fun <laughs> scenarios <laughs> that make it so both the one seeds go. Yeah. Okay, but, I mean, Damian Lillard making it to the conference finals again. I mean, I think it's going to be a hell of a matchup. It's going to be um, Edge versus Dame. I That's money. That's something that, please, take my money. You know, <laughs> take my money all day long. But I think, he, once again, the Utah Jazz are going to get the better of him here. And hell of a run for the Trailblazers. I love Dame Dalla, but I don't see them making the finals.
0: Yeah, so we got totally different NBA finals. I mean like we have the same we like nothing really outlandish. I mean besides maybe the sweep is probably the most outlandish thing, but overall oh, what sweep, Dallas and LA. I don't know what other sweep. I don't know what other sweep you could be okay. talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so our, our NBA finals is very very different. I didn't I didn't I didn't even know your finals were going to be like that. But uh so my my finals I talked about it uh, a little bit ago. Uh, phoenix versus brooklyn steve nash versus his old team and it's going to be so 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 very sad for steve nash to strip a title from his former team that he won two mvps with i have the brooklyn nets winning in six i think phoenix is going to put up a fight but i mean that with the brooklyn nets man this team is this team is unmatched no one is gonna match up with this team, and we like to Missy say, Stiebel, "Oh yeah, though. they're <laughs> We like to say, "Like, oh yeah, they can be divas," and they can. I I agree, but so far they've put it together. And when you have a team with this much talent, with a head coach like Steve Nash, who I think has been a pretty good coach in his first year, he might have a lot of talent around him. But I I trust Steve Nash as a player, and I think he he is a good coach. So what will be determined by Steve Nash being a good coach is when. I'd say at
1: least two of these players leave, like KD, Kyrie, or or if Hardy, he can just Kyrie. keep up
0: this pace and keep everyone together, I'm like that. That's a good coach when you can keep the locker room with a bunch of personalities together. He's done that so far. There hasn't really been any real outlashes between the players. And I think that they're going to put it together in the playoffs. And I think that the Brooklyn Nets will be your 2021 NBA champion. KD will finally have more competition to LeBron. And the Lakers are going to have to have a hell of an offseason if, if this team stays together. So, we're, we're completely different on this. Yeah, we are. And <laughs> it's totally different. I have, different.
1: like I said, the one seeds. I mm-hmm. have the Utah Jazz and I have the Philadelphia 76ers. Mm-hmm. And... I'm thinking about this. This is going to be probably one of the closest matchups in the history of the NBA in terms of NBA Finals. I have the Utah Jazz winning in seven. Wow. I have the Utah wow. Jazz winning in seven.
0: <laughs> <laughs> After all that with Brooklyn, the Jazz are going to edge
1: out the Sixers? Yes. Oh, man. And you know what? I, I don't like saying it. I really don't. I think it's going to be very close. I How much
0: help does Matisse Theibel
1: need? Matisse Theibel <laughs> is going to tear his ACL in game one. <laughs> no, but And they have like, no shot after yeah, that. <laughs> no, but uh, unfortunately what's going to end up happening is Matisse Theibel is going to guard one of the people that unfortunately won't make that big of an impact. And if he doesn't make a big of an impact anyways, then, you know what, that just allows D-Mitch and Gobert to shine. I mean, I think it's going to be so intriguing to watch Embiid and Gobert I mean, that's going to be a big man matchup in the NBA Finals that we really care about for the first time in how long now? You know? Yeah. So I, I think that's going to be crazy. I think that Demich and Ben Simmons, it's going to be crazy watching uh able to try to overcome Ben Simmons, which eventually in Game 7, he will. But let me tell you something the Philadelphia 76ers are very young. They're going to be back with a vengeance, okay? I, I, I don't think Jordan Clark, and I think Jordan Clarkson is going to play a huge huge like factor in this series I think that he'll actually win the finals MVP, Jordan Clarkson
0: what? <laughs> <laughs> Jordan you. Clarkson oh man so, uh, see you hey, said a hey, lot of crazy hey, things hey, this podcast, but he's been it. consistent <laughs> <laughs>
1: listen if Iguodala can do it on oh, a team like man. that Warriors then yes, Jordan Clarkson can I'm, do it I'm
0: actually real, I was thinking for a while that we were going to have the same NBA finals but those were wicked different, no, wow, no okay? dude
1: and you know what? I'm really trying to create, like, this story in my head. And yeah. I think I I think I got
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> the Jordan Clarkson is going to come in. The man who you said could give you 40 is yeah, going to win the finals <laughs> of <MVP. laughs> Okay, so before we get into our hot take for the week, as we're sitting here, some news just happened. Uh, Julio Jones, and this is a Schefter tweet, uh, Falcons have officially asked for uh, inquiries about julio jones which means that he's officially on the trade block so that is cool and also as we're sitting here our beloved main red claws just became the main celtics so that's that's some cool news yeah i mean I guess, I guess that's, <laughs> that's, I guess that's that's cool, that's, that's yeah. something i'm just waiting until like someone crazy gets traded on the podcast and halfway through i'm like oh my hold god on, hold it, on a I minute oh yeah so we're gonna continue to do the the hot take of the week um, and this one, I guess, I guess I'll guess i kick it off because, I mean, Gino's given up hot takes today. <laughs> but my hot take is that Jalen Brown will not be on the Celtics next year, and he will be out west. Out and west. That, that is my prediction. Do you know what He'll... team or what team
1: you're thinking
0: about? Or I, don't, no? I don't know. Oh. I, I, I don't feel like I feel like they're going to trade him to the west. I don't know why. I don't have a reason. Well, but that's, good, that, that's how it hot takes sense. work, right? You just I don't know how. I don't know why. But I just feel yeah. that Jalen Brown will be somewhere out west next season, not on the Celtics.
1: Okay, so, I mean, that's cool. I mean, I, we definitely did bring that up earlier, too. Yeah, so, I mean, that's, that's something cool. Uh, mine is, I think within the next two to three years, the San Antonio Spurs will be competing for NBA championships again. I think that Kelvin Johnson is a hell of a, hell of a young player.
0: Kelvin Johnson? I made that joke last, I know night. You last <laughs>
1: night. Yeah, Megatron's going to the Spurs. <laughs> no, but um, DeJounte Murray, I think, is an excellent point guard. Who had his development hindered a bit because of his torn ACL, but he's coming back. Derek White is a really good sharpshooter. He'll continue to develop. Devin Vassell, he is a very good, like NBA-worthy defender now, and I think if it, when his offense—not if when his offense develops—he'll just continue to be a great player. And I definitely do think that Jakub actually does have some room to grow too. I don't think he'll be nothing special, but right now he's very young and he averages about eight and eight. I think that could honestly go up to about twelve and ten. And that's seriously just a good starting, like solid starting center in the league. And I think uh, Greg Pop will have completed his uh, rebuild, and he might not win another ring, but he'll definitely be competing for them, mm. and they'll definitely be in the conversation soon.
0: I would love for the the Spurs to be good again. And, yeah, that was, a, that was pretty good hot takes. Uh, and that, that's going to do it for this episode, episode 7 of Conti and Nick. I say it every time. Siete. Uh, <laughs> Siete. I'll say it again. I can't believe we've done seven episodes of this. It just feels crazy that we're – we're a couple away from, from being 10 episodes. and Next week will be two months. What oh, it will, it? huh? Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Uh, so, yeah, thank you guys for watching. Make sure you follow us on uh, all, all the social media, uh, Instagram, <laughs> Twitter. No. <laughs> yeah, I just looked at Gino Twitter. Gino hates Twitter. We mentioned that. But, yeah, make sure to follow us on social media. Uh, if you're watching on Spotify, thank you. And if you're watching on, on YouTube, I know that episodes have been cutting off short, and I don't know why. It's something with the way that YouTube is processing them. And uh, Gino mentioned it to me earlier today. I had no idea. So we'll we'll try and figure that out. But if you're looking for the full episodes, they're on our anchor. They're on Spotify. You can find them in different places. So apologies for that, but we'll try and uh, we'll, we'll clear that up. And uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, so have a good day everybody and I uh, remember John Bro John
0: Bro peace <laughs>